You're listening to the Video Marketing Podcast, helping you go a little more viral every day. Here's your host, Matt Johnston. Thank you so much for being here. So excited once again to uh, to bring you another episode of this podcast. Uh, one of the most amazing things that I've been doing uh, is I, I, I committed in the month of March to going all in on two sort of innovative platforms, um, all in on TikTok and all in on Twitch, because I see the obviously huge, I've talked about this a lot, so I won't bore you with it now, but I've talked about the huge opportunity there is on TikTok, enormous opportunity on TikTok. And since then, I've launched a course on TikTok. I've grown thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, gone viral a bunch of times. It's just such a great opportunity. Now, Twitch was the other piece of this because I uh, I had a friend of mine who who was and, and we had a podcast on this. Definitely go back and listen to it if you haven't. Who was telling me about how amazing he's been able to build a community on Twitch through live streaming, and I was immediately interested and I went to check it out. And I just love the platform so much that my sh- my Monday morning show has continued to run, uh, 10:30 a.m. Eastern time. If you want to watch every single Monday. Uh, twitch.tv slash Matt Johnston video. And uh, I believe that this show that I'm about to show you from this past Monday is the best show that we've ever done. We talked so much about the mindset during this time, during the coronavirus time, and what it's like to be able to move into a growth mindset during this time. Finding opportunity within crisis, and I had a friend of mine, agency owner Rihanna, come on, and uh, she was talking. She she normally works with physical businesses that are looking to transition to online, and obviously that's what everyone is doing now. And we just had this wonderful conversation about opportunity, and I, I really wanted to share it with you today. Um, so I hope you enjoy this show. So Rihanna is amazing. So so if you don't know Rihanna, and a lot of you probably don't, Rihanna is. Uh, She's a she's a business owner. She runs a marketing agency out in the Seattle area. We met because we both did Cat Howell's agency accelerator program, or not, or her uh, her academy program to start an agency, and we became friends. We've been friends for a long time now, like almost two years, which is actually holy crap, that's a long time. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And we met a year ago. Are are you getting the Fiji uh, like Facebook memories too? Yes. Oh, especially now that I live in Seattle. Gosh, I miss that blue water and the warm trees. It'd be so nice to go back there. Did you go in the ocean at all? Because the ocean like was so warm in Fiji. I was like, it was like 80 degree water. I could not believe it. Yeah. And it was so um, light. I think it was so maybe so salty. You just kind of floated. You didn't really even have to like try. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, so R- Rihanna and I went to this um, agency accelerator. Is 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 basically like an on location mastermind for the community that um, that we're a part of. Uh, one of the communities that we're a part of. So, a lot has happened since then. Oh my gosh! Uh, I wrote a book. I launched my personal brand in a major way. I've got courses. We I reoriented my entire agency towards video. Yeah. You moved to Seattle. You are having a baby. Uh, what 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 else is going on with you? Got married. 
Oh yeah, you did you get married? Oh, I got married in the oh, middle that's there too. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you and I and I met him and I I met you guys. Um, I saw you again. When was that? Uh oh, that was when I went Uh-oh. to speak at that thing in October. That was when I went because I was in I went to speak yes. in Kennewick over there. So that would have been October. Yes. Yes. That's so. That's that so cool. Right. Yeah. So 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 tell us a little bit more. Like, how are things going? Are you? Uh, I mean, you you work specifically with like makers and a lot of like brick and mortar businesses and stuff. I feel like this would be like a pretty interesting time. Uh, how is how is that all going right now? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a lot of the folks that we work with are those makers, like people who work from home to sell products on Etsy. Um, you know, like they crochet stuff or they sew things, uh, fabric stores, that kind of stuff. And then we also have a really substantial amount of local businesses. So then that would be restaurants or gift shops, uh, insurance agents, lawyers, that kind of like they have that small brick and mortar business that, you know, you come in to either have a service or a product with. And so this time with with kind of this split has really shown us two different avenues that people are going down. And now, you know, I hate to, I hate to be optimistic about a really terrible worldwide pandemic, but the timing is good based on the offer. The service offer is helping people get their business online so they can sell those products online. So all these local businesses that were reliant on people coming in to their shop and they now have to be closed for weeks or months on end. They're saying, holy crap, how do we sell this stuff online now? How do we get out there? And exactly what we've been doing for the past uh, couple of three years now almost. And so it's actually been a really, really busy time for us. Um, but the second part of that is they're still very hesitant to move online. Uh, thinking I think kind of overcomplicating things, thinking that it's going to be a lot more difficult than it is, you know? That's interesting because I, I was going to ask you, how complicated is it? Like, so so you've got a brick and mortar business. Um, and it's funny because we're just, we just, um, we just started working with a client who we're going to be doing this for as well in, in, a, in a way, just because we wanted to help out. And although he already had an e-commerce site that they were starting to launch, and so they're already like almost all the way there on that side of things. But like, what do you, like do like do these businesses have a way to sell online, or do you like like what do you like what would you do? Like, hey, we gotta like get your like we gotta get you on Shopify and start your catalog, and then like how does that work with inventory? Like, doesn't it sort of open up this other like Pandora's box of issues, or is it all just way easier than I think it is? Um. It- Especially if you're selling products and you don't already have that e-commerce store set up, then yeah, the biggest Pandora's box is suddenly you may need to keep track of a second inventory and you have to figure out shipping and processing and set up a whole new set of logistics within your store. Um, But I think that a lot of times there's this, exactly what you said, there's this belief that we have to go from zero to nothing. Mm. Or from a zero to hundred percent, which in some cases, you know, you do want to have a store. You everything in a mm-hmm. something. 
or even getting, you got to start with one or two things because you're not perfect. You know, there's going to be just little things you have to work out. And I'll say, you're starting to cut out a little bit. Are you in an okay service area? <laughs> Uh-oh, have we lost her all together? Start oh. testing those systems. Start testing the shipping. Oh, are you there? I think we lost you for a little bit there. Are you yep. are you in an, are you in an area with okay service? <laughs> I am um hang on, let me drop Is oh. that better? Uh, yeah, so far, so far. Oh, Gianna says messenger okay, bots. Yeah, messenger bots for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of luck with just one of the comments. I've had a lot of luck with messenger bots myself, although um, less so. I'm kind of like down on messenger bots right now because of all the rules. But uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly like if you can get the sequences right and you start to figure it out, you can really reach a ton of people in retargeting. Absolutely. Um, Rihanna, I don't know if everybody sort of caught that last part a lot. Was there, is there, was there a takeaway that we might've missed? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, my apologies. The, uh, the Wi-Fi cuts in and out here, but we should be good now. Okay. Um, yeah, the main takeaway is to just start, just start simple. Um, kind of like you say, you know, you just kind of have to get it done. It doesn't have to be perfect. Start with one or two things, one or two products. And figure out, you know, are you going to use Messenger bots? Are you going to set up this Shopify store? How does the shipping work? And then you can make money while you're figuring out your logistics with these two or three things rather than front-loading tons of cash to build this whole setup and then having potential problems while you're trying to ship hundreds of different things. You just kind of got to get started with it, you know? Right, right. And and so have you seen a lot of, I know you have a Facebook group and, and you have other communities. Uh, so have you started, I mean, I mean, how, how much of this have you been doing over the past few weeks? Uh, a lot. Um, in the county that I'm at here in Washington, we're actually out on the peninsula. So west of Seattle, we, we closed way before the stay-at-home orders that uh that nursing home that first nursing home um, is right. like a couple of miles from where i'm at so we've been closed here for a while um and so the first few weeks a lot of people were just kind of like you know it was day to day let's go on hold let's see what's going to happen because every day it was something different okay now we can open okay now we can't okay now we should do this uh but then after people kind of settled into this new normal for the first three or four weeks. Yeah, it's been a huge uptick. I think in the last two weeks, I've probably had a consultation, two or three consultations a day with helping people figure this one out. And they've just lost all revenue at this point, right? I mean, because this is what I've been hearing too. People have been coming to me and they've been like, we literally have almost zero revenue now. I mean, it's like, there's no, like, there's no, like, and they have no idea what to do. Yeah. And a unique one too is like the the service based industries. They might have had, you know, client appointments of people coming in, and then they have to cancel that, and you lose all those leads. So a lot of it is not only do you not have the revenue coming in, but you have the backlog of all this marketing you've been doing that you lost money on because now you can't follow up with those people in the same way. 
Oh yeah, just wasting money on leads. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So so what um so what so so if you're in this situation, you're you're sort of and and also let me just say like I think that we're past the point. Personally, my my personal opinion here is that we are past the point of having to like feel guilty about thinking about this as an opportunity. It's fine to see this as an opportunity. What else are we going to do? <laughs> our thoughts create our reality. So you can choose if your thoughts are going to be in this space where you're saying that I'm not allowed to live during this time and there's people dying out there. So I'm not allowed to do anything for them or for me or for anyone. And I'm not allowed to like blaze my own path forward and figure out how I can make the world a better place and serve people during this time. Or you can choose, or you can choose that you can actually serve people now. Like this can be like, people still need stuff. They still need things. They still need all the basic human needs. And, 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 and this may pave a new, a, a new version of reality when we do get out of it. Cause it just may, we may never really get out of it. It's just like something different now. So why do we have to just waste some of our short lives here worrying about this, right? Like uh, this is why I keep telling people to stop watching the news. It's like, stop watching the news and just start living and like pursue these like how can you take all of these obstacles and turn them into opportunities these challenges i don't think there's anything wrong with that and like i i i think we need to stop apologizing for 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 living here um and 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 for and for tackling this head on i don't think there's anything wrong with it at all we all need help and like those of us who are in the digital world are are really well positioned to help other people make that leap you gotta like wanna make that leap though. And it's not just the digital, it's like so, it's so typical, but it's just like, what are you gonna be like now as a human even? Like, are you going to use this opportunity to, to like go out there and be on social media more? Are you going to, are you going to do the, like do the education to become better at things? I just think that we're past the point of apologizing. You know, I mean, I know that things are hard out there, but I, I, I mean, I mean, we get it now. Like we're like a month and a half into this thing. Like it's n <laughs> like, I, I, I can't even imagine leaving my house at this point. Um, and at this point we have, sh we, we, we don't have very, you know, this is a very short life and you know, it's time to, it's time to get out there to live it. And so I think that it's good to dive into these opportunities and, 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 and many of us there are, are in a good position to serve people. So there's my little monologue rant for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, like, what's the biggest objection that you see from people that uh, because you're working with a lot of these folks to actually like making a change right now? Um, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I think originally it was a lot of that fear based, you know, watching the news and thinking, you know, oh my goodness, we're going to be closed for a year, going to have to shut down. I mean, exactly what you're saying, just this whole living in fear. And then now people are definitely starting to get past that. Like, okay, this is my new reality. We've got to make this work. So there's definitely been a huge shift, I would say, in the last week, maybe two weeks, for sure. Exactly like you're saying in that monologue, definitely. You should like cut that out and post it everywhere because everybody needs to hear that. Um that's just, I'm sitting here nodding. Um, <laughs> but uh, still the biggest objection is just kind of a lack of knowledge in of technology and not knowing, you know, how is this going to work? How difficult is this going to be? So one example I like to provide mm. is uh, my father-in-law is a professor at a university. 
And they, of course, had to shift to everything, all the classes being online. And everybody was very resistant to this. They've been trying to do that for years, but everyone's been so resistant to, you know, this is going to be so much work. This is going to be so difficult and overthinking it. But then when you're in this situation and you're forced into like you do this or you do nothing, all of a sudden people are trying it. And time after time, everyone's saying, wow, this was easier than I thought. So the biggest still complaint or resistance factor is people think it's a lot harder than it is and kind of overthink it and worry about it and stress about all the things that could go wrong. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. I love that. I made a TikTok yesterday. Oh, thank you so much for these comments. I love this. Thanks for being here. I like the monologue. Good. I'm glad that other people like the monologue. It's one of these things where sometimes you're like, should I whip this out? It's just like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Live your truth. That's all that's there. Um, say the unpopular thing if you feel like it's right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I, 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 I think it's a good moment for this. So, so what, um, uh, what, what do you think is, uh, the number one thing if you're, if you're in a position right now where you're seeing your business in a place where it's based, it's like dead, right? It's DOA. Uh, and you're talking to them, you're on the phone with them. What is the first next step? Um, sure. Okay. Completely dead. Usually people have had, have some sort of idea once they reach out that, ha and that's why they reach out because they think, okay, I need to get online, but they haven't necessarily thought further ahead of how to do that. And so the first step is figuring out what's the quickest way to get something online that could bring you profit. So the quickest so way, and, and so this might be a pivot, right? So this might be a different yes. business. Well, a lot of times I think we feel like this online world is this whole different space and we forget that it's just a whole bunch of people that are online instead of in a shop. So I would argue that 80 to 90% of everything you do in a physical space can easily be translated to the online space. So finding something like, oh, you know, you're used to teaching these classes. Well, is there a way to do that online? You do these seminars. Well, can you do the seminar as a webinar online? You know, you, you sell these products. Can you build an e-commerce store, et cetera, et cetera. The majority of things that are online are just a videoed version of what we do in person. So finding that parallel of, hey, this can, this can be moved online is, Honestly, it's easier than a lot of people think. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, thank you all for your comments. Yeah, totally. Overthinking it. Absolutely. I see that all the time. <laughs> a lot of overthinking it. Um, oh, yeah. So what do you think? Uh, so, so I mean, what do you think? Um, are you talking to any of them about content or are we just talking about sales? Like, do you, do you talk to them about content at all? Yes, 100%. So we do have a handful of clients that we had before this that are not interested in building an online avenue. I mean, they want to, they just don't see this as the right timing to do that. And so a big piece of what we're doing there is creating appropriate and empathetic content for, hey, we're in this situation too, and making sure that they're out there and 
people can remember them and they're relating to people and building sort of that online community. Because right now people are hungry for community. They're hungry for connection. And so creating, yeah, a content strategy that gives them that community that they normally would have got when they came in the store or that connection to other people in the area who are going through the same situations is, I mean, that's content strategy April 2020. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that's smart. I think that one of the things that I was seeing a lot because I was always sort of oriented with this, but but I know that it, it it's been it's been a process. But from the start, I was saying this is not the time to stay silent, and this is what I was seeing a lot. And this is why, from a from an advertising standpoint, you're seeing CPM so low, which means the the, the cost of advertising has gone down so much because you're seeing more brands going silent. They're just like, I don't know how to respond in this time, or they're watching a lot of the news and they're seeing that we're just seeing Wall Street crash and they're getting all of this other stuff there, and they're like, oh, and then they make this assumption, oh my gosh, I hear this assumption all the time and it is total BS, and they say, people don't have money right now. Like, I love it when I see this. And a lot of people say, a lot of people go through and like, they just state that as fact. They're just like, what do we do now that people don't have money? And it's like, that is total crap. <laughs> that is total crap. Like, like, why are you putting this thought in your mind and other people's minds? Because our thoughts do create our reality. So why on earth are we choosing to feel this way? And also, it is not bad to ask for money in exchange for things that will improve people's lives. Even now, that is not a bad thing. Business is okay. <laughs> it's not mean to run a business. So this is the time to not, and, and so let's say that you decide for whatever reason from a business model standpoint that you don't want this to be the time, you still can't be silent. You still need to find a way to respond. The worst thing that you can do is not respond because I would argue that the point yeah. of business is to create a community. It's not just to make money, it's to create a community because if you, if you aim for the community, you will make money for a very long time. If you aim for the money, you may make short-term money, but it won't stick around and your business will close. If you aim for community, you will win. So if you have a community right now, and all of a sudden, this situation happens, everybody's stuck at home, and it's one of these monumental moments in our history, right? It's, it's going to be in the history books. We're going to be, I, I always tell my college students that this is going to be, uh, when they write about us in, you know, 100 years, 200 years, we're going to be, like, this This era that we lived is going to be like the era of, like, 9-11, the iPhone, and coronavirus. It's going to be like, one. it's one of these, like, pivotal historical moments. So are you just going to be silent? Are you just going to sit there and mope and just all of a sudden go invisible when people are looking for community more than ever? And how do you create community online? You do it through content. So honestly, I don't care if you're selling it. Look at me. I'm getting all jazzed up. Maybe I've just had too much coffee. But whether you're, <laughs> whether you're selling something or not, you have got to be creating community out there. And the way to do that is yeah. by giving people content. Because content gives people value. Content leads to value. Value leads to community. Community leads to customers. Customers lead to sales. And then you continue to fuel that loop over and over and over again. You need to have those things going. So if you're listening to this and you're out there and you're being silent, speak up. People need you now more than ever. Is this a message that you've been delivering at all to these folks? Because you honestly are talking to so many more people than I am about that, that, are, that are just that are that are in a position right now where they feel like they have to pivot. I mean, I've had a decent amount of these conversations, but your whole business is around helping people pivot from brick and mortar online. So, I mean, is this what you're telling people? Like, how are these conversations going? Or are people just scared? 
Yeah, I mean, that's a message that I've been telling people for years and years, and this goes hand in hand with that mindset thing. Um, You know, you really can learn a lot about people if they're saying, oh, what do we do now that people don't have money? You know that they're super focused on transferring money, like business to them is a way to transfer money from someone else's pocket to their pocket, which is also not a bad thing. We have to make money to survive. Money is a good thing. You know, it's not terrible. But if you're focused on that, then when you have these these recessions or difficult times, you get that scarcity mindset and you just feel like there's not enough. There's not enough out there. But if you switch to like what you're saying and you're focused on the community, you're focused on what you can give, you know, you're going out there and you're creating these videos and you're just sharing this system of, of how it works and how to help people and, and giving that quality content and just giving and giving and giving, that has the largest long-term ROI, then yeah, money totally makes the world go down, 100%. Um, it, nothing wrong with that. But you got to focus on what you're doing. You know, are you just selling a quick product and it's kind of crap, you know, a quick solution, it'll make you a ton of money really quickly, but the long term is everyone returns it? Or are you building a community of people who all help each other that has bigger ROI than just whatever the sales are? And that right now is more important than ever. But yeah, people are afraid. They kind of it's kind of like fight and flight or flight, except for it's fight or freeze. Some people are totally freezing, turning off all their accounts, you know, closing their doors, going home, getting on the Netflix streams, which, you know, you got to take breaks. I'm not criticizing, but yeah, some people are, are frozen and some people are like, Hey, let's, let's do this and let's make this happen. Yeah. I can't work, but my hair salon got closed, but I can go online and I can make videos and show people how to do the proper washing technique or how to braid their hair or, or whatnot. So yeah, it's kind of really up to you. And as far as the history books, you know, when you're telling your children, when you're telling your grandchildren, Hey, what did you do during the coronavirus pandemic? Kind of like now, where were you during nine 11? Everybody knows where they were. So 10 years from now, when someone asks, what were you doing during coronavirus? You know, what do you want to remember about yourself? How do you want people to remember you? And building that community and fighting for that connection and that human connection is so important. And that can be done through online content. Absolutely. I'll tell you, 9-11, uh, it was my birthday and it's continued to be my birthday every year. <laughs> and I was a sophomore in college. And I remember I found out about it in the library. They had one of these big, these, cause I'm, oh gosh, I'm old. They had one of these big box TVs on a cart in the library foyer in college. And I was like, whoa, this is like a big event. And then I was like, oh man. And then of course at the time, because I'm a human being, I first hopped to, oh, my birthday is ruined. And then because you don't know, like when you're going through a historical event, you don't always know it right away. You know, that <laughs> you're kind of like, yeah. whoa, like this is huge. And uh, my my birthdays were obviously tough for the next five or six years. You know, whatever. It's not about me. But yeah, I mean, it's that's where I was on 9-11. It's, it's funny now that we can think of ourselves, oh, yeah, we are. Because at the beginning, we might, have not, might not have thought that we were going through a historical event. Um, yeah, but absolutely. I love your point about teaching people how to braid hair. Like if you are if, if you're if you're if you're not selling anything or you feel like you can't sell anything, um, I mean, th- then whatever, like go out there and create community. You might actually if you're doing this correctly. You might actually be able to come out of this situation with this built-in audience that will love you because you've brought them value. But man, this is just so 
This is just so hard. Oh, I'm getting a lot of good comments. What do we have here? Rob, Robin, thank you so much. I'm glad you're loving this content conversation. It's so important. It's so important. Kate says, fight, flight, freeze, collapse. Yes. Yeah. Money makes the world go round. It does. It does. But the thing is, money and emotion are so significantly tied together. You can't have money without emotion. You can't have, and, and, and you can't make more money unless you feed more emotion. So you need to continue to bring value and create community. So if you want that cycle of money in your business, as we all do, you need that cycle of empathy. You absolutely need it. Man, I am just, I am just feeling it today. What a, this has been a wonderful Twitch stream. Um, so uh, anyway, I love that. Yes, you could come out on the other side of this. If you build value in community right now, you could you you could actually, in fact, if I were you, Rihanna, I don't know, are you doing this? Like some sort of like get an affiliate deal with somebody that has a course or maybe your course or, or, or whatever. Like if people really don't want to pull the trigger on switching to e-commerce, like I would downsell them into like, how to survive coronavirus by creating a brand that people are obsessed with instead of shrinking away and eating Cheetos. Like I, I, there's gotta be something there, right? Cause I assume you're also having these conversations with people cause they just get scared and they're like, I can't, I can't do it. Right. Yeah, actually I soft launched a course about two years ago and then I've just kind of put it on the back burner and realized that's one of the most important things people need right now. And yeah, I'm full launching on Friday. So yeah, that's yes. Genius idea. <laughs> I love re nodding furiously. I love how you're typing in the chat and you're just like, because, because everybody knows they can't get a word in with Matt Johnson edgewise because he just monologues. <laughs> You're like, oh, I just put it in the chat. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Rihanna, we're almost at the end of the show. Can you tell us where uh, you've just helped, you've brought so much value today. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, what, uh, where can we find out more about you, your, your company, all this stuff? Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you bringing me on here in this time. I've learned a lot and I'm so glad that, hope you found some of my insights helpful. Uh, the best oh, yeah. place to find me is... So my business is called Pancake Digital Solutions, and we're on Facebook. Facebook is kind of my, my bread and butter. So Facebook page at Pancake Digital Solutions, best place to find us. Awesome. Yeah, Rihanna is amazing. She's a good friend. Uh, I have a lot of I have a lot of people that I've met in the internet world and been in a lot of communities over time. And uh, Rihanna is is she's just 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 one of the, she's one of those friends that has stood the test of time. An amazing human being and we've we've been able to actually get together in person multiple times and i'm so grateful for that and i'm so grateful to have you as a friend so uh thanks rihanna for being amazing and for and for sticking with me through the last couple of years <laughs> and uh, i'm so glad Absolutely. you're doing awesome things uh out there so thanks and and thanks for being on the show Thank you so much for listening to the Video Marketing Podcast and for listening to the show. I hope you got value today. Uh, please leave us a review if you got value from the show and subscribe, subscribe. We would love to see you here every single week. We're on all the podcast platforms. And listen, I want you to come and and join the community in chat. I mean, it is a, it's, it's like my open office hours every Monday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash Matt Johnston video. I would love you to be a part of that. I would absolutely love it. It is an incredible community and it's so dynamic 
And I just love being able to connect with people like that in a way that I'm not able to in any other platform. Uh, so I just, I just love that show and I'd love you to join me. Thanks so much for being here and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon.